and welcome back to Movie Night. We haven't done one of these in quite a while. Uh, What's we're... Movie Night? I don't also, I'm super out of focus, I just it's, realized. It's that thing that we haven't done in months. What was the last one we did? We did Norseman, our Northman. Ah, yes. So it, it was Alicia's choice this time, and um, we watched a Disney Far classic. more serious, gritty version than Norseman this time. <laughs> yeah, this um... time we were watching uh, Lilo and Stitch. The original. The original Lilo and Stitch, because that's right, there was a sequel, and there was apparently a TV show, too. Yeah, I think I might have seen the TV show. I know I had I the game seen. back on, I think it was Game Boy Advance. See, this this was one of those Disney movies that I saw it when it first came out, and then yeah. I don't think I ever watched it again after that. Like A lot of Disney movies that I like, and I remember liking it, I just never, ever rewatched it. Um, Same, to be honest. I, I remember, it's weird, okay. So when we started watching, I was like, I recognize that guy. Mm. I don't remember anything about this scene, but I recognize that guy too, and that guy. So it I can was... remember the, the characters looked like, but nothing else about the whole film. Yeah, and that was that was one of the things that um, I'd forgotten about the whole like sci-fi council at the beginning. So th the movie opens up, and um, th there's the, the trial of the evil scientist guy. And um, he's created a, the, a biological life form, which is Stitch. And he's designed to kill and whatever, genetic experimentation. It's all illegal. It's so. just kind of in vitro. Is, is that the right word? In vitro fertilization? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a different species. In, in vitro, yeah, means you're, you're doing it artificially. In, in vivo, Yeah, yeah. In vivo means you're doing it in, like, a living thing. In vivo mm -hmm. versus in vitro. Latin. Um, sorry. The yeah, so they're they're they've got him on trial, and one of the first things in my notes that I have is well, actually, just to on the point you just made, the second line in my notes, I recognize these voice actors. Like I just there was a couple of people who were just like kind of familiar, but I couldn't quite place them. Yeah, I, I guess I kind of get that. Like the um the bit the really big dude, I think. Yeah, I, he rings a bell. I I did look him up. Um. Uh, during the movie because it was bothering mm -hmm. me and uh i've i've seen him in some other stuff but nothing really notable he was also i think sorry no he was just he was distinct but not memorable i think as a child i mean apart from stitch himself i think that guy was my favorite character just because mm. he looked fucking badass he yeah the guy we're talking about is like the big security military man for He's the basically space a whale in a jumpsuit he was, he was like, yes, he was like a killer whale with like weird horn things and just like bodybuilder's physique. Um, mm. but it, if they I, made him a novel, that would have been perfect. We'd have a giant fucking horn in the middle of his head. Right off the bat, um, I don't know, the, the sci-fi space council people kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, and, well, like, of course of the, they did. One of the first things I wrote was like, the sci-fi council is evil too. Yeah, of course you did. Because you're like, oh, freedom of everything. You fuck the UN. Which is fair enough. I mean, <laughs> like, that, that was my idea for the opening to a, a joke <laughs> review of The Expanse. Like, The Expanse is set in a dystopian future where the UN mm. took over the world. Um. Anyway, I, I don't want to get off topic this, this early the in the video. Expanse, a lot like Lilo and Stitch. That's going to be our lasting review. You can put that on the box art. Mm. Anyway, so they, they sentence the, the doctor to jail, and they sentence his genetic creation, Stitch, to be deathed. They're gonna, like, yeah. throw him into a sun or something like that. 
Yeah, I don't know what the plan well, was for that. The reason that they did it was because they give him an option to live, and like they try to communicate with him, and and then he just essentially swears at the head of the Galactic Republic or whatever. But if they're going to execute him, mm. and I can't, I've kind of already built my own argument against this in my head, but. They put him in a chamber, and they're like these two mega powerful guns. That, in theory, they're able to kill you because otherwise, why have them there? Um, yeah, are trained on your head. Why haven't they fired? <laughs> and then yeah. my argument against myself is because they want to make a ceremony of it, like you know, with the electric chair yeah, back in the day. Like a public but then hanging. my third argument is that if this space community is so offended by people swearing at them, then a public execution is going to be so far out there that it's just insane. So... Wait, we can also talk about the fact that this is like a Disney movie meant for like all ages and uh, it opens with uh, oh. a, a sentencing to a public execution. That's a... Oh, hang Our uh, editor has just come in with a note. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in capital letters, it says "read." Uh, they were going to exile him to a desert planet. Oh, that's what it was. For some reason, I thought they were going to like throw him into the sun or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Star Wars started. Whoops. Okay, so they weren't going to try to kill him; they were going to exile him. Yeah, which um, I mean, and and to, to be fair, I liked the scene where he escaped. I in my notes, I have clever creatures, stupid auto guns. Because the, the guns are, like, trained to his DNA, so he realizes that if he spits, they'll shoot at his spit. Yeah, which is a bit weird. Why bit didn't they just oversight. shoot him? A bit of a design flaw there. So he just yeah. spits on, like, the guard or the pilot or something, and the guns start shooting at him, and that's how he manages to escape. Um, and I, yeah. there, was, there was something that I... I never picked up on this as a kid watching this, but now, as an adult, I'm realizing, and now that we've started to do these movie nights a bit more and I'm starting to look at things a little more critically I'm, I've noticed that every one of the aliens, everything had a very Hawaiian motif, like all the aliens were some variety of fish or ocean creature but just modified, like the, yeah. the galactic emperor lady she was kind of like a squid thing, like her yeah, head looked like it big muscle man was a shark man Manatee. Yeah, there was a few that looked like uh, shellfish of some variety it was just I, mm. just like space crustaceans rule the galaxy. What was the fucking scientist? A blobfish? That's actually a good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, oh, I love the fact that I, I, I can't wait till we get to it uh, later on. But the scientist ended up being one of my favorite characters because uh, yeah. He, spoiler alert: he does come back. He, anyway, yeah. Anyway, let's go on with the plot. Yeah. So he escapes. Uses some kind of like warp drive and then uh, kills about you know hundred all aliens in the process. Mm. Yeah, it uh, is escape. They they kind of gloss over that point later on, but yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Anyway, so he um he escapes and they're like, oh, he's he's headed to this planet. Oh, look, it's like seventy percent water. He has no chance because he's so dense. He just sinks and drowns in water. He's like the characters in Grand Theft Auto. He dies when he touches was water. Was that the reason? I thought he just was they, they heavy make a... enough that he can swim forever because he hasn't got the energy. Well, if you remember later in the movie, he does go in water, and he doesn't swim for any amount of time. He's so dense that he just sinks. Right. And um, so they were like, oh, great. And they're like, oh, he's headed right for water. And then he hits Hawaii. So he's 
it's this tiny little dot of land and the, the space people are like <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> yeah it's like he could have hit any of this water and he lucks out and hits hawaii but and one of the smaller yeah. islands not not well the main lucks one. out lucks out for him yeah um anyway and then... he could have got off of mm-hmm. very easily because he's a very intelligent being and he will have seen boats yeah i think the movie would have been very different had the galactic people not been pursuing him because he would have found a way to get off and do evil deeds. Um, mm-hmm. Which, that's something that I forgot about. Lane. I forgot about how much of a psycho Stitch is in the beginning of the yeah. movie. Real psychopath. Anyway, so um, then we go see the human characters, which it's this little girl and her big sister, and it's very quickly established the, the little sister is a pain in the ass. The little sister's a pain in the ass, but potentially for good reason. She's she's acting out because you know they they've lost both their parents, and so the only one taking care of her is her big sister. And so she's her legal guardian now, and um so she gets into like fights with her her friends. I think she like bites one of her friends when they were making fun of her or something like that. Yeah, that was honestly that was one of my favorite scenes. Some girl turns to her and it's just like, that, that was weird or something. Yeah. She just turns to her and full-on punches her in the face. <laughs> she's literally got her pushed down on the deck and she's just beating the shit out of her. I was like, whoa. Up down. Bitch Forget the bite. Moves. She's got a fucking broken nose. And yeah. Probably a broken jaw. I, I actually, what I have in my uh, notes here, <laughs> girls are the biggest bullies to each other. Um... Yeah, because I, I, I feel like that's that's something just a little little side social commentary there. Thinking back to like, you know, being in school, like guys, guys will bully each other, but the it never really gets that bad. The worst it gets is it'll actually break out into a fight. Seeing what like some of the, the female friends I had went through in terms of like bullying and stuff. Girls are vicious to each other. No, I mean, you don't tend to see. You don't. And obviously. It, it's certainly not a finite rule, but quite often boys will boy, bully boys and girls will mm. bully girls. But obviously, that's not always a rule. A little, a uh, little side anecdote here: my chemistry teacher in high school. He used to teach at a much rougher school than the one he was teaching at, mm. and these two girls got into like a fight outside of his classroom in the hallway at one point, and he couldn't really physically intervene to stop him stop them because then he would get in trouble but one of the girls this is keep in mind high school is like age 13 to 19 or 13 to 18 or so depending on when you get in um one of the girls was pregnant and took off and one of the other girl like took off one of her high-heeled shoes and was trying to stab the other girl with the heel and so yeah. he, he just basically had to stand in the middle of the two of them to prevent them from killing each other you know, it's hair pulling, stabbing with a high heeled shoe, and one of them was pregnant. It could not have been a more. Hang on, why the fuck are they wearing high heeled shoes at school? You're not normally allowed to. I don't know why they. Uh, maybe it was a shittier school. My school. And didn't also, allow if it's it. a shittier school, I would want everyone to come in in combat boots, not fucking high heeled. The. Not knowing from experience, but hearing all the horror stories, it's easy to snap an ankle in a high heeled shoe, especially if you're in a catty place. Yeah. I, this was a story he told us. I I wasn't there. <laughs> no mm. one, no one wore fucking high heels in my high school. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's getting off topic though. I actually um watching this back, and I 
the sister really didn't stick out in my mind from when I watched the show as a kid, but watching it now as an adult, I really liked the sister. Like she ended yeah, up, she cool. ended up being like a really good character. Yeah, like she, and she a really well developed character too. Not the smartest. No, but a good person. Yes. Yeah, she. I mean, she wasn't like she's not like a, a super genius, but she she cares about her family. She works hard to try and do what she can. She has her moments of like weakness where she you know she shouts at the kid and stuff like that. But you could tell it was it was a very well written um, character. Moments of weakness, shouting at the kid. The kid deserved to get more than shouted <laughs> that's, at. That's actually okay. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Hmm. Um, there's actually like it actually there's later on after they're making up from like one of the fights that they had. Um, the sister has one, like, the, the little sister, Lilo, has one of the most, like, heartbreaking lines, just like... Oh, I fucking hated that. Well, it was, it was, it was what was it? it was, the line was something like, you know, I, I, I like you better when you're, you're a sister than when you're, you're a mother or oh. something like that. And I just, I, that, that one, I, it gave me some feels. Just like... <laughs> the, it was the, the, but that's not about whatever the word is. Aloha, and it's not Aloha, but it's a different... Word. Yeah, the, the X something... means family. Yeah, yeah, that one. Lissy's gonna shout at me now for not remembering what it is, but but um, <laughs> that was so nice. She was like, "Oh, you know what? You're right. Everything you said is correct." She just said "correct." What? It's not aloha, so I don't think I am correct. Yeah, aloha is hello and goodbye, but it's it's ohana. Like... Ohana, thank you. Ohana means thank family. You. Yeah. Um. um... Yeah, yeah, no, and the, guy, the sister's just like, no, you're absolutely right, this rabid dog is part of our family now. Uh, I'm going to leave it with my little sister some more. They just oh, tore up the house. So I'm going to leave it with my sister, because well, she said Ohana. We're, we're skipping something, because there is a social worker that comes by. True. And he is, basically, if you could think of, like, a mob enforcer, like, he's this big dude, wearing a suit with, like, tattooed knuckles, you know, dark shades... Um, first of all, he had to be sweating his ass off in that suit in Hawaii, but like, he, I think his name was like Bubbles too. Um, yeah. The the so he comes in to to check on them and see how you know how things are going with the sister and make an assessment whether or not she's an appropriate guardian. I and think it was a reference to the Men in Black, but I could be basically wrong. yeah. Well, the, the, later on he becomes yeah, a yeah. reference to them. Yeah. Um, social workers are. I feel like there's Alicia some... sent me a clip saying, leave me alone to die, this is important, there, when she's lying on the floor, and I don't know, she wants to die or something. I don't oh, see how that's that important. It was, well, no, I think it's it's because it's, like, said when the social worker is there or something like that. And it... No, that's so why she's got her head through the cat flap, I think, before he turns up. <laughs> oh, yeah, and she's, like, screaming and the, the, yeah, oh. It was just, it was like the perfect, like, bad situation. And so he's like, oh, I'm going to keep my eye on you and make sure mm. nothing goes bad. And so one of the things they do, though, to try, the sister to try and make her feel better is they're going to go get a pet. And so they go to the shelter and all the other dogs are hiding from Stitch because he's crazy. Um, and some kind of a monster. And... Stitch got hit by a truck and brought into a pound. Yeah, and it that's how they establish very early on how basically indestructible he is. He's run over by like an 18-wheeler. Which, by the way, he has six arms when he was knocked out, and he was wearing a jumpsuit. Hmm. And clearly doesn't look like a dog. And they put him in a kennel. 
Dogs. Yeah. They, his jumpsuit does get kind of torn up. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, it, it's it's a bit of a plot contrivance, but, you know, come on. They, they need to get him to the little girl somehow. Um, but he does retract his two fake arms, or his two uh, middle arms, so he only has four legs now, and it looks a little bit more like a dog. Um, so they, they adopt him, and despite the protestations of the uh, person running the pound and the, uh, the older sister... And uh, they take him home, and chaos ensues. Well, no. First of all, Sitch uses the little girl as, "Oh, look, there's a human here. You can't shoot me." Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that I forgot that. So, uh, going back to the Galactic people, they send a science guy, like an he's basically like an anthropologist, and his whole thing is he studies Earth, and so he knows about this planet. Well, not Earth specifically, just species that are going extinct, and there's a species on Earth that they're trying to cultivate. Mosquitoes. Yeah, that was yeah. that was the running joke, is that you know, mosquitoes were going extinct, and so they, they're using Earth to cultivate them. And so they send him, and they they get the science, uh, the, the mad scientist guy, they take him out of jail and send him after the, um, after Stitch. And so they're on the planet hunting them, but they, they have a, a you know a mission parameter. They can't be seen. They can't be discovered by the local populace. And um, so they're, this, is, this becomes the dynamic. This is why Stitch mostly behaves, because he knows they're right there trying to hunt him down. And if he, you know, exposes himself, then you know, they'll be able to openly hunt him. Um, and he, he basically plays a good dog so that um, they won't take him out. Yeah. Well, when you say a good dog, just a, but he plays a bad. <laughs> he plays a dog. Let's leave it at yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, if you're ever, you know, at trouble at home, you're looking after your sister. You have no parents. You're barely able to look after your sister. Don't go and buy a dog. That's the stupidest thing to do. <laughs> That's adding more responsibility to an already overladen. Well, I, it's like trying to teach the little girl responsibility. Like, she's got to take care of someone else. You know, teach her a lesson about caring for something. She can't even pay for the little girl, and now she's got a dog to feed. It's fair. Uh, also, I just, I forgot about this. Uh, just a, a random detail that made me laugh. Lilo has a fat people scrapbook. Oh, yeah, that was really disturbing. I hated that. She, <laughs> she, just all over her walls. She Yeah, she's taking photos of, like, fat tourists, and she just pins them up on her wall. It's just... I think they're trying like, to establish... They're beautiful! Herself. It's like, what? She's just weird. I get the whole thing about people thinking that any kind of body is beautiful. I mean, that's quite a modern thing, I'd say. Yeah, it's also not true. This is just odd. Yeah. Anyway, so let's see here. There, there's this uh, funny little line from the uh, the Russian scientist that I, I want to mention is that, you know, you know, they're asking, what will he do? He's like, he'll be drawn to large city. He's sorry. He had a Russian accent, um, <laughs> I, which I can't do. He'll be drawn to large cities and he'll he'll destroy them. And it's funny because he's going around the island and then Lilo is like, man, it's great being so far away from all the large cities or something like that, because they're on a tiny island in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Stitch just, like, passes out. Yeah, he's just like, oh, fuck. Let's see. Oh, I wrote here, the sister needs a date. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's the the surfer bro character. 
Yeah, who's he's he's a surfer bro who also performs as like a fire dancer at the hotel. That he's not bad. I don't mind him so much. I, I actually, yeah, he was considering he was, how much I normally hate that kind of character. He did a good. He was yeah, a good, good. he was he was a fairly likable character, and I was actually kind of like rooting for the two of them to get together. Like the sister sister needed, you know, needed a good partner, and uh, you know he seemed like he'd be good for her. It's funny as it. <laughs> I think this is the difference watching this show being older. When I was a kid, I was focused in like heavily on Lilo and Stitch. As an adult, I was focused in on like the sister and like what was going on with her life. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. And so I think because of Stitch coming to the restaurant with her sister, like he does yeah. something to cause problems and gets the sister fired, right? He uh, sees the scientist and the other one in disguise and he bites the scientist's head yeah and uh then fired for that yeah i mean fair enough fair enough and the thing is as they're walking away like the boss genuinely looks guilty for firing her he didn't seem I mean, like it wasn't malicious like he actually seemed like he he regretted having to do it that's well, i made the decision pretty quickly to be fair fair, <laughs> fair. it wasn't like a four-hour thing it's like oh You'll dog bit someone. It, You're fired. It, it's one of those things, though, as a restaurant owner, you kind of have to do that because you don't want to get sued. Yeah. So it's like he had to make the decision, but it looked like he didn't. You know, he wasn't happy mm. about having to make the decision. There really weren't any super bad people in this series. No, and that kind of annoyed me, but we'll get back to that. Okay. Let's see here. Yep. They. I. This is where they talk about Ohana, and they're all family. You know who the only bad character is? Hmm. It's the ginger-haired girl. Yeah. They never give her any redeeming qualities. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're a ginger in Hawaii. What the fuck are you doing there? Sorry. Not what I'm saying, <laughs> brother. <Hugo. laughs> oh, um, so they... Anyway, so they... Like, the little girl and Stitch have, like, a bonding moment... And he starts to. This is this is where like he has his, the Grinch's heart grew ten sizes moment where he he starts to like. Form a connection that's not destroy things because clearly you know being brought up in a lab he was, he didn't have that sort of connection and so they they do some playing things and shoot so she, has him like. Try to build something in the room. He builds like a realistic version of San Francisco out of like books and toys and things, and then goes stomping around it, destroying things, like Godzilla. It was kind of funny. Um, yeah. And what I wrote in my notes here was Stitch has an existential crisis. Oh. Oh yeah, the the ducklings book, the ugly duckling. Yeah, and there was um there was a moment, like. He threw the book or something, and it just... I'm trying to remember what exactly... What I have in my notes here is, I laughed so hard when Stitch threw the book. I actually don't remember what I was talking about in, the, in that. But yeah. Um, uh, the, episode, do you remember what, when Stitch threw the book? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but yeah. He, so he she gives him the Ugly Duckling book, and yeah. he reads about that, and there's he has, again, that moment of just like, oh god, you know, what am I in? And stuff, and he, he kind of wanders off into the forest and uh, curls up with that right. book, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think he realizes he's caused problems for them and it just like hurts him. 
Yeah, I mean, the ugly duckling isn't a great comparison considering what it's actually about, but I mean, that single image is, I guess, all they needed from it. Mm. Yeah. That's way later, apparently. Oh, is it? Apparently. Did, did I, I skip. Okay, so she shows him After the book. The surfing. Okay, so she shows him the book. Oh, okay, no, I know what you're talking about. He shows him the book in this scene, but he doesn't have that kind of existential crisis at first. Then they go off to the beach, and there's some kind of a accident where the, the sister is hanging out with he Surfer needs, Bro. He needs to be Elvis next. So the the sister's looking for a new job. So they go around a whole bunch of different job places, and, and then, then Lilo's Lilo and trying to make trying a stitch. To, yeah, they're trying to help well, out. Trying to help her get No, the they're job. not. They're trying to make Stitch become Elvis. So the first place he like sings and oh, but they're they're kind of going to similar places that the sister is, and it causes trouble for her too. That's why because they're, yeah, they're kind of that's why she loses all the jobs. Yeah, yeah. So she doesn't actually end up getting any employment, and I think no. eventually they just kind of give up. And um... the last point they go to is the beach where the the surfing happens. Yeah, after and... everyone gets run off the beach. Yeah, and because something happens like both Lilo and Stitch end up getting knocked into the water because the bad pe bad two people are there yeah the scientists and the and the anthropologist guy and um I think Lilo is either trying to save Stitch or Stitch is trying to save her or something like that because they're in the water Stitch is getting dragged down Stitch grabbed Lilo and they and dragged her down, down too yeah, and, and so then the they, boyfriend goes under. Yeah, yeah, and they they go down and then, like they like kick Stitch off her and then pull her up, and um, yeah, the sister does. The sister does, and then the boyfriend goes back down to try and save Stitch and does, and yeah. they get him back to shore, and this is where he has this moment of like regret where they're they're gonna have to like get rid of him or something like that. Forever sleep is painless. There's. Yeah, so this is the sad point in the movie, and this is where he takes the book and kind of wanders off on his own into the forest. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and he he curls up with the book and kind of like goes to sleep and is just sad. Um, and then the next morning, this is where oh, and also because because she doesn't have a job, the social worker is threatening to take Lilo away. Yeah, I uh, mean, that's so, just kind of... Every softening he turns up and says the same thing, then fucks off again. Yeah, and that's like every, that's why she was looking for a job. I forgot that plot point. Um, yeah. And that's why it was so critical. And this was, like, the deadline the next day. And so now, like, Lilo is going to get taken away to a home. Stitch is going to get, like, kicked out. Um, the sister is broke, like... Basically, everything that could go wrong has gone wrong at this point. So Stitch fucks off. And then the next morning, like, they can't it's find him. Lilo says, like, you're not family or something. Yeah, because he caused a problem for them or something like that. And it, it makes him run off. And I think the next morning is when they're... Don't they, like, she wants to go and find him. Like, she regrets chasing him off. Uh... Am, I, am I remembering that wrong? Because there's some reason that they want to find him. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. This part of the story was very... Everyone was all over the place. Yeah, it all um, happened fairly quickly. Um, <clears throat> anyway, but the point being, Stitch, because he wandered off on his own and had the little book 
uh, with him. He uh, is... He gets spotted while he gets, he's got the book in his hands. Yeah, he gets spotted and gets carried away by the... Um... Whale Lord. Yeah. Well, no, 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 by the scientist. No, the oh, sci- yeah, the scientist, the scientist is like, I don't want to shoot you. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to shoot you, and then... And then Stitch, like, kind of explains himself to him, and the scientist is just like, all right, come with me, and and then... No. Um, the scientist still tries to catch him. He does, Stitch he does, off. but he doesn't, he doesn't oh. like, try to tackle him or anything like that. It's more uh, like, just come with me, like, kind of waves him on, and is trying to, you know, get him to come with him. Yeah. Um, and he's kind of weirded out by the fact that Stitch is... Because Stitch says something to him about family, and he's like, what? I didn't teach you that. All right. I'm your father. <laughs> you have no family. Mm. And then the Millennium Falcon picks up Stitch. <laughs> uh... Anyway, so I think at this point, then, um, uh, Surfer Bro... Oh, no, it cuts back to them at the house, and Surfer Bro comes, and he's like, oh, hey, by the way, I think I may have found you a job. We gotta run quickly. And so they leave Stitch... Al- or they leave Lilo alone at the house while she runs off to try and get a job. And this is where... Russian man and uh, Stitch come back to the house and they just have a giant gunfight. Yeah, and uh, Lilo calls the, the the fucking child protection agency guy and says, I've been left on my own in the house and there's a strange man knocking at the door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. anyway, the, the house, if they weren't screwed already, now they're really screwed because the house gets fucking detonated. Yeah. Um and so now uh what's it? Sister gets back just in time to see social worker man taking the sister away and um taking the Lilo away. Yeah, Lilo away. And uh she runs off into the woods though and gets out of the car and now this is where big old whale shark man comes in. That's the, yeah. And this is where he captures Stitch. And um, ends up capturing Lilo as well, just by accident, but yeah. he doesn't give a fuck. Um, yeah. And he takes off in the ship. And now, this is what I, I had in my notes, and I love to... them on the container on the back of the ship. It seems... I assume this isn't what you're going to talk about. No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, which seems... Uh, for a creature that, that you know is immensely strong, probably strong enough to snap the whole ship in half, yeah, they put in this little bubble strapped to the back of the craft, and it's not even very secure because of what happens next. But go on. Yeah, St- Stitch manages to squeeze his way out of the bubble, mm. um, and get away. Doesn't so now, Lilo. now Whale Shark Man is flying away with just Lilo. Yeah, and so this is something that I actually really loved because what I have in my notes here is the Russian scientist is a twist protagonist. Because now that they've been kind of um, they've they've been told off by the Galactic Republic to to fuck off. You guys are incompetent. I'm sending Whale Shark Man. That's why he's yeah. there on the planet. And so he's they're they're no longer employed by them. And which so, is really backwards if you think about it, because he was in our little prison cell, and instead they've been like, "No, you're fired. You fucked up the one thing we told you to do after we laid out the prison cell." We're going to let you stay on this tropical island for the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, uh, oh no, punish me more. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) But, but 
I, I actually kind of liked him as a because I, I liked him throughout the movie. I liked Russian scientist man for pretty much the entire movie. And yeah. so it made me really, really happy that he turned out to be like the twist protagonist. Like he's just he's suddenly the good guy. I wouldn't say protagonist, but there we good, go. Good ish guy. Yeah, he's not the yeah. not the protagonist, but he's suddenly... I would classify him as a bounty hunter. Like that level of neutral. Yeah, kind of the, the rogue with a heart of gold. Anyway, sure. so um anthropologist, Russian man, and Stitch all team up with Sister, who is like surprisingly chill about finding out aliens exist. Um and yeah. they they take the spaceship that those two came in on and go in pursuit of Whale Shark Man, which by the way, they have a much bigger ship than Whale Shark Man. Like yeah, it's, it's fucking huge. That was that kind of weirded me out. It's just like wh why did Whale Shark Man come in such a dinky ship? And there was no reason for it to be bigger either. No. Anyway, so they, they have a big like um spaceship gunfight through the Hawaiian mountains. Um which even the ships have kind of like a sea animal kind of look to them where they they kind of like look they look like uh, whales or like some kind of deep sea fish or something like that. To be fair, if you look hard enough, a lot of aircraft in general kind of do. I mean, that's that's a fair point. It's probably because fluid dynamics and aerodynamics, pretty similar principles. Yeah. Um, the same shapes are going to work. Anyway, so fight happens stitch ends up going kicking whale shark man's ass and saving lilo they they all make up crash land in the water and then surfer bro comes out to save them when well, he doesn't come out to, i think they like land next to him or something like that yeah emergency land next yeah. to them and then uh what is it galactic emperor lady comes and she's gonna haul stitch off and um for some reason, I like, fucking hated this scene. For some reason, the fucking adoption papers she has from the pound are good enough for the Galactic Empire to say, like, oh, okay, I guess we can't extradite him. It's like, it's like getting to the end of a really good story and going, and it was all just a dream because there are no consequences and fuck everything that happened in the plot. Yeah. So she. But it, they were going for a happily ever after. Stitch gets to stay with Lilo. Um, Galactic Empire Lady. Oh, and uh, social worker guy Bubbles. Turns out he used to be a man in black or part of the CIA or something like that. And so he, they, they like. Back had in Roswell. Yeah, back in Roswell. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, you had hair back then or something like. Yeah, it's anyway. There's a little exchange between them. Mm -hmm. And um so it turns out that, uh, and then also Galactic Empire Lady says that, oh, by the way, you can't take this child away because, yo, we supersede you, social worker man. And uh, then you get like a montage of a happily ever after where sister has a job, Lilo and Stitch get along, the end. <laughs> That's, that's it. Basically, all the actual improvement stuff got turned into a montage. At the end of the movie, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so that's, I mean, that's that's a whole plot. It's not a very complicated one, but I, I yeah. found myself very much enjoying it. Which, again, made me wonder, like, why did I never go back and watch this movie again like I have with other Disney no, movies? It's, it's definitely a good movie, and it's a movie that I think an adult can watch happily. Yeah. Which is important in kids' movies. Yeah. 
Well, exactly, because you want it to be for the whole family. Yeah, like you, you want don't it to want to be falling asleep during it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want you want a movie that the kids will have fun watching and that the parents will also have fun watching. Yeah, and I think uh, yeah, this, so this accomplished it very well. How many uh, grass skirts out of ten? Give it a solid seven. Seven grass skirts. What about you? How many whale sharks out of ten? Whale sharks. Ooh, whale sharks. Big time points. Um, I would give it an eight. Nice. Yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm glad that I've rewatched Hang it on. now. Sorry. Oh, he's reconsidering. I'm reconsidering. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm, I, I'm thinking about seven and a half. Seven and a half. Final, final word. All right. <laughs> yeah. Good movie. Fun watch, um, you know, a, a few contrivances and plot holes, but that's to be expected in a children's sci-fi movie. Unacceptable! <laughs> this isn't like hard sci-fi. I mean, the, their spaceships looked like whale biplanes. Yeah. Um, uh, biplanes is the wrong word, but yeah. All right. uh, no, it was, it was a good film. I think anyone could enjoy watching it. Uh, it doesn't stretch the imagination. It's a lot like Ponyo is what I was thinking the whole time. It's a lot like Ponyo. Except Ponyo is looks nicer visually, mm. although it's not as funny as Lilo and Stitch. I'm trying to remember Ponyo now. That's the one where there's a goldfish. Oh, yep, okay. I've only I've that's another one I've only seen once. I saw it in theaters and never again. Mm, very cutesy. The art is amazing. Mm. Obviously it's Studio Ghibli, but yeah. not as funny as Lilo and Stitch. You should watch a Studio Ghibli movie at some point. Maybe that'll be my It's your choice next, actually. So let's let's tease that uh, at the end of this this video Ooh, here. Well, what's so the... that's just Studio Ghibli that I was kind of interested in watching. I think you'd really like it as well. In fact, you might have already seen it. Which one? Porco Rosso. I have not seen it. So it's about a uh, biplane fighter. Mm. Uh, he's a pig, and he's like the Red Baron. Um, okay, which, but as a Studio Ghibli film, and I, I've I've heard about it. It's come up a couple of times recently, and I am kind of psyched because it sounds fun, whilst also being mildly historical. I, I'm I'm curious historical? to see how this this yeah. goes because like the concept sounds kind of like sounds kind of weird, but it's Studio Ghibli, and every movie that I've seen from them, I've I've really liked. So, yeah. um, just quickly, the ones that I've seen are like, um, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, Kiki's Delivery Service, Spirited Away, um, Princess Mononoke. The best one. There's one... Owl's Moving Castle. Owl's Moving... No, I, I don't think I've seen that one. Um, really? That's a good one. I've seen the one... I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's the one where there's like... The, this Lapida city that's floating in the sky, and they have to get to it. I can't remember the uh, name. Isn't it called literally City in the Sky or something? It might be. Something um, City in the Sky. Uh, hang on, I'm being messaged. But, uh, Castle in the Sky. Castle in the Sky, that's what it's called. Yeah, so I've seen that one, um, but I, I haven't seen... I've, I've never seen Totoro. I've, I haven't either. I've never seen uh, Howl's Moving Castle, although I have it. I just haven't ever watched it. See, with my neighbor Totoro, mm. it's a massively overhyped film for a start. 
And what I've heard about it from people who have seen it is that it goes on for a very long time mm. and not much happens in it. Like, it's cute and kids I've, love it, I've but there's the not much I've the same thing, on. that there really isn't much of a plot. Yeah. But Hell's Moon Castle is great. We should watch that sometime. I have to watch that. All right. Not to go too far into Studio Ghibli at the end of this, but um, yeah. Good movie. Fun watch. Fun for the whole family. Watch Lilo and Stitch if you haven't already. It's a it's a nice, wholesome, fun time. Um, yeah. Uh, this is going to be the end of episode I have no idea what of movie night. Um, but the number will be in the title when I actually publish this. The first one in a while. Thank you all for watching. And uh, yeah, you'll hear us again whenever we get around to watching the next movie. Boom.